live show called Business Power Hour. I loved the panel presentations we did at the Authentic Seller Summit so much, and I got a ton of feedback that you guys loved them and you loved hearing us just talk about business and chat, and there were so many good takeaways, and it was really fun being live all together. And so I decided to make it into a weekly show. So every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, you can join me inside my Facebook group for a special panel presentation. Today, we are going to play the audio for you from the Power Hour we did last Thursday. If you like this format, come live to the live show. I'll be live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern in the Facebook group with a new panel of experts talking about a new topic every week. It's going to be really fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. My name is Faith Mariah. This is Business Power Hour. This is a live one hour live show I do every week where we do a panel with amazing entrepreneurs and talk about all things online business and talk about all the things. So I'm very, very excited for today's panel. T, you want to go first and just introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are. Where to shock sure. you, what you do, all the things. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Teresa, but all my friends call me T, so you guys are welcome to do the same. Oh, sorry. And- I'm like, <laughs> I follow you on Instagram so much. I'm I like, no, everybody calls me. me T, literally, so it's fine. <laughs> so, um, so I am the host of the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. Um, and um, if you want to learn more about how you can do that with your business goals, you can actually grab the freebie that I'm offering, um, which is called um, Master the Inner Game of Goal Achievement. Because I find that the biggest struggle that most people have is not that they don't know what to do, but that they don't do what they know to do. And so that's what this will help you to, to put into action. Yes. I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to pick your brain about all things all the things launching okay let me see charlise is that you got it let me see is this yeah, any that's, better? that's way better thank you so much well while you're here why don't you introduce yourself <laughs> okay hi t hi faith um so i am charlise i am known as the girl at the yellow desk and um i don't actually have a yellow desk so if you want to know the story behind that slide into my dms at girl at the yellow desk in instagram and ask me the story because there is one well, um, no. I, <laughs> I'm going to be later. Like, okay, girl, tell me. It's a hilarious story, but anyway, so, um, I was a hairstylist for over 20 years and ran multiple businesses, owned a salon. I was always marketing myself. I loved marketing. Mm-hmm. And after a back accident where I had to have emergency surgery, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I can't stand all day and do hair. I had to completely change my entire life. It was crazy moment. I remember thinking in the hospital bed, I love marketing. Like maybe I could do social media stuff or something and I could work from home and started my own company girl at the yellow desk a couple of months later. And eventually (laughs) realized that writing is my favorite part of the job, but I'm always being thrown into launches. In fact, when I work with clients, we are constantly, this is what we do every day. We're testing and launching and testing and launching. So I could not wait to jump onto this panel to talk about launching because we want them to be as easy as possible and not daunting and scary. Um, But I am giving a freebie as well. Um, And my freebie has to do with, um, again, content because that's what I I mostly like to work in. Um, So it's a calendar. It's how to plan your launch funnel or your sales funnel from beginning to end. And then the 
how to do the calendar, and then also 30 prompts to throw into that calendar. So you can have exactly what you're going to say in your posts and in your emails for when you're launching. Oh my gosh, you're giving that away for free? I know. Oh my gosh. Yes. We'll put the link in the show notes for you guys too. If you're watching the replay or you're listening on the podcast, but that's amazing. Thank you so much. I'm sure people are going to be like, super i'm like i want that that sounds great right <laughs> i hope everyone's using it we, we'll use it because it makes it uh easy af to launch yeah it, right? there you go <laughs> <laughs> okay and last but not least so i am nusrat a kajabi launch specialist and a certified master marketer i help take travel female coaches and course creators uh launching online courses with ease i take the take overwhelm and that stress out of the table and I make it easy for them to launch the course. And mostly I do that via building funnels, um, doing, um, handling all the techie stuff and the backend stuff. So yeah, that's me. And I have a checklist for you. Whoever wants to launch it is easy. It's a 12 step course launch checklist, which has all the like, just before you hit live on your launch, you need to like, you can take those off and you can make sure that your launch is right on spot, right on spot and it's all good to go. So my checklist can be found in newstartgeek.com slash checklist. Um, you can find it right there. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, we'll put the link for everything in the, we'll put everybody's freebies and stuff in the notes. But I'm really excited. And Tally is here. Tally's in my mastermind. I'm very excited for her. But she said, I'm stoked for this episode. Much needed. I'm starting my launch today. So I would love to hear your guys' tips. Let's just go ahead and jump into it. For someone that's like in a launch, I know we're going to talk about planning and all of that, right? And like strategizing and stuff. But for someone that's in a launch now, what would be like, if you could give them like one little nugget, what would you tell somebody that's like in a launch right now to allow their launch maybe to feel a little easier? I'll go first. I got okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would say when you're in a launch, the the most important thing is to manage your energy because it's so easy to look at all the external results that you're and to think oh my god this is not working or i'm not gonna hit my goal or like it's not going the way that i want and then to be moved by that and to begin to make decisions based on it's not gonna work right but when you're in a launch keep that like same energy that you had when you were planning so if your goal is to say um, welcome in, let's say 20 new clients, keep that energy all throughout. Like, you know, that people need this, you know, that you have the right people in your audience hearing your message. So just continue to serve yeah. them, continue to like, to meet them where they're at and give them your best instead of, Oh my gosh, I just ended that live and I didn't get any sales. What should I do? Like, just stay in that I'm getting 20 and that's it. I'm committed to the, to serving my 20 people. I love that. That's such a good advice. Something we talk about in the mastermind a lot that I tell people all the time is like the launch doesn't start until the last day because and my brain yeah. does this too, like where we'll open cart and then I'm like, they would have already bought if they didn't get the fast bonus yeah. or they didn't get the discount. Like if they didn't get it on the first day, like they don't want it and they're not going to buy. It. And I think that this is just very normal right, things right. for our brain to do. And so the way that I right. get around it and the way I help my students get around it is I'm like, the launch doesn't start until the last day, the first day, the second day, the third, all of, it's just warm up. I'm like, it doesn't start until the last day. And for me, it helps me like what you're saying, like stay in it all the way till the end, because I've done that. Right. I think we've all done that where we launch something and then maybe we don't get that initial like big 
push that we thought we were going to get. And so yeah. we back out and we just kind of are like, I'm not really going to. And then you like energetically kind of give up. And I'm like, yeah. no, all the way to the end. Yeah. So I love that tip. Um, what about you, Charlize? You know, I was thinking the same exact thing, only the opposite. So let me explain. I love that. Yeah, tell me. I'm like, let's all disagree on here. I yeah, yeah. No, but it's controversial opinions. <laughs> it's the same exact thing, only the, the, the opposite. So do exactly what T said, but also calm down. Okay, mm -hmm. so just um, same thing. Keep your energy the same, but keep it the same. So don't dip too far and don't right. go too high either. Because, again, you'll burn yourself out. And then um, it really, but, okay. We tell them, we tell people this, like, as if they can control it. We can't control it. It is a roller coaster. You're going to be like bummed and feeling one day, like you created the most stupid program in the world and no one wants it. And you're a loser. And then five people buy in one second. And you're going to be calling people, telling them that you're like the king of the universe. That's just how we deal with launches. So be prepared for that. And my favorite tip is celebrate every single win. Cause usually they come like five seconds before the plug is pulled. The, the, the cards are about to close. Almost every single one of my clients, no matter what we do to prepare, maybe one or two people buy initially, no one buys for three days. And then that last minute, 20 people jump in. So celebrate each and every win, celebrate every call you get off of that feels positive and really send that out there, but stay calm throughout. So don't throw in again, like everyone's saying, don't throw in the towel, but also, um, you know, it's, it's just going to, it's going to be what it is. So let's all just like calm down and ride this little roller coaster for fun. You know, you, once you pull the plug um, and say, go, it's like, you're on that roller coaster. You got to the front of the line and you're about to ride it. So just go and have a good time. That's why you paid to get in the park. And that's why you got there. I love that. Yeah. That's really, I just told this story in the mastermind recently, but I was telling them, I was like, I used to like my launches used to be like a level 5,000 excitement. I would get like so ramped. People would buy and I would like cry. I was like sobbing like because people were like joining. And it was like, it was a very fun, exciting time of business. <laughs> but when I look at like, oh, we have to launch like regularly and I have to run this business for like hopefully the next 10 years. Like I really love mm -hmm. my program. And it's like I can't be like on my the roller coaster I was on was like, I don't know, what's a really intense roller coaster? I was like, <laughs> I was like up in the sky and then like it was just like way too much. And so what you were talking about, like that level of calm and detachment, yeah. that's really where I launched from now. And like the belief I have is like the right people are going to join. And if they're not here, we'll go find them. And like, they get to get the perfect program for them. I get to get the perfect clients and we all get to win here. And that's been like very grounding for me that just like, even it, I'm always kind of like, I'm going to do the best in this launch. And if it doesn't work, like we'll figure out something that does. That's kind of like where my brain likes to go and what creates calm for me anyway. And then, yeah. And also like, um, when you're not writing calmly, you want to change it. So you're like, Oh, they didn't buy yet. Let's change the sales page. Let's send out a oh different gosh. email. Right. And you know, I have to tell you that is a no, 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 no. Just like follow the path all the way through. And if it wasn't as successful as you had planned, then you test and try differently next time. But like panicking and pulling and trying different things, um, that's actually going to lose momentum for those who are on the list typically. And it stresses you the heck out. So oh my no, gosh. I, yeah, we teach this in my mindset course, but but the thing I teach people is like, don't make 
if you're making a business decision because your belief, we call it your belief tank, your belief tank is low. And then you are making a business decision to bring your belief tank back up or to change your feeling. I'm like, that's not a, that's never a strategic decision. Mm -hmm. Right. And so a strategic decision is like looking at the sales page and being like, okay, we got this many views. Um, how can I get more people to the cart or uh, people are opening the emails, but they're not clicking. How could we get more people to click through on these emails versus like, Oh my God, I haven't made any sales. They don't even want this. I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me rewrite my sales page at two in the morning, like a crazy person. Not that we, any of us have ever done that. I'm sure. No. <laughs> never, never. No. <laughs> I'm like, ask me how I know what not right. to do. <laughs> like, and then, what about you, um, Nazrat? So I, I pretty much agree with you all. And I, I believe that it's all about mindset thing and being open about like, what's to come even if it's a challenge or even if it's a win but just be open to all and also uh, make sure that you are testing this all like if from a funnel building perspective i would say that make sure that your all the pages are hooked up correctly you are receiving emails your payment is going through do a test payment not only coupons do a test payment with actual dollars and then see if it's coming through and make sure that um it's all going and also the last point i agree with that because people buys at the last last minute like it's me who buys at the last minute when i say, see that just uh two hours ago i open that email and i see like what's inside so always uh be open to like like people may come to you at the last minute and uh, make sure that um you hold your energy until the last minute yeah also there's another thing that i want to add to it because um oh i almost forgot <laughs> what i was about to say okay i'll come back to it later <laughs> No, you're good. You're good. No, I think that's a really good tip too. And I always think like, I am like the queen of procrastination. And so even if I'm going to buy something and I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm going to buy that, I will put off like actually getting, I hate like going to have to get my credit card and I have it set up on my phone because I buy too many courses. I've like taken, and I buy too much shit on Amazon. So I've taken all my credit cards off of my thing. I can't be the only one, right? <laughs> I'm like, I've like taken everything off of my phone. So I have to go get my card, but it means like a lot of times when I see stuff on sale, like I'll want to buy it and I know I'm going to buy it, but I will put off going to get my credit card until I get those last day emails. And I'm like, oh, I have to do that today. I have to make sure I get that offer. And there's lots of reasons people do that, whether their kids are distracting them or maybe they haven't seen it enough times, or maybe they are going to buy it and they just like got distracted and went and did something else. Like just always give those people, I'm like, you want to give them a good amount of chances to decide mm -hmm. to buy and to go get their card out and to pay you <laughs> like give them as yeah. many opportunities to pay you as you can <laughs> and also the integrity like i think that's that also matters because like sometimes people does this like even after their card closes they goes on they say i will lots of people asked me to open this card for another day and here's your chance like go for it for another day like you still have chance to join even if, if you missed so I guess that that creates like sometimes like uh, these false assumptions that like like when you launch next time, like probably it will not affect this time, but when you not launch next time, people will think that, okay, she opened the cart for another day last time. So probably she will do it this time. So people actually wait till the last moment, like probably for the next day. And like, I think that from the integrity perspective, like you should be mindful about what you say and being st st stick to it. Yeah. 
So I'd love to go back because we were talking about, we jumped right in with Tally's question. And if you guys are watching and have questions for the panel and feel free to put them in the chat, I'm always like the people that are here live, y'all are like VIP at this hour hour. You get to like hang out with them, which is so cool. Yeah. Um, But I would love to hear from you guys, like what, when you think about doing a lazy launch that actually makes money, right? Because I think I've definitely done some lazy launches that did not make me money. (laughs) And I've done lazy launches that have made me money. So what do you think the difference is between a lazy launch that makes money and one that doesn't? And like, what are your tips, I guess, for, for having a lazy launch that actually makes money? What are some of like your number one, number two, couple tips that you would give somebody? So for me, it all goes to um, preparation, but you can you can be lazy about it. You can use stuff you've used before. You can pre-program it. And sometimes from like, if you know you're going to launch again, um, we're already like pre-programming new dates into the content and like pushing it forward already. So that way, by the time we get to pre-launch, like half the work's done. Um, yeah. So for me, it's all in the prep, like really, really. And Um, Another thing is instead of like launching heavy and then not launching at all and launching heavy, for me, a lazy launch kind of means always light launching. In other words, keep those people who were interested but didn't buy last time in the DMs, keep them on your mind, always be nurturing them because when the time comes, it's so simple to shoot another message and be like, remember we talked about that thing from last time, launching it again, have a new bonus, are you in? And that way it's like, and when I say lazy, I mean like, don't turn on the camera because I'm literally in my bed in my underwear, like (laughs) you're buying, here's the link and people buy. So for me, it's not only the prep, but just always being like, again, my energy right now, I always try to keep all energies just like pretty, pretty like um, streamlined. So across daily tasks, it's like, I'm not shooting out random messages that are like, Oh my God, by now, by now. Okay. never mind, gone. It's always for me consistent. And so when it comes to an official launch, I know it's a launch, but sometimes my clients don't even know it's like a big launch because they just feel like, oh, cool, you're selling something. I should get that because, you you know, so for me, that's how I work with my clients as well. We just all the prep and all that stuff is done ahead of time. So and it's different for a client than for my own launches. So for my clients, I'm actually not lazy at all. I'm doing all the work and they're paying me. And they <laughs> so get you really want to do a lazy launch. You just hire Charlize. <laughs> you really want to do a lazy launch. Doing. Because someone else behind the scenes worrying about all the nitty gritty. And you can just be like, so, and you can show up for the couple of things you need to show up for your, you know, what, whatever the plan is, um, make the videos, go on lives, whatever is happening. And that makes it even easier. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love that. That's a really good tip. I love what you said about nurturing all the time. And I'll just add to that. Like, I think you guys can come up with just something easy you can do every week to provide value, right? And I taught this in the do less, make more. But I said, Mm -hmm. just start with doing a five minute workshop once a week, teach Mm -hmm. something, do a quick win, plug your thing, talk about like, just name, just mention the name of your program. You don't even have to pitch it, right? But teach them something really valuable. And then email that out every week. And then even on the weeks when you're busy, and like, maybe you don't have time to write a long email or whatever, it's like, at least like that little video and that little email will go out every week, no matter what's going on. And if you can just bake that into your weekly routine, 
it becomes easier the more you do it, right? And I told people to start with a five minute and then you can go to a 10 minute workshop once a week or a 20 minute workshop every other week or whatever you wanna do. But I would really start just doing five minute mini workshop training and email that sucker out every week just so you have some kind of nurture stuff going out. And it'll also give you practice teaching. Like a lot of us need a lot of practice being on camera, a lot of practice mm -hmm. talking on camera, a lot of practice. The more I teach my stuff, the better I get at teaching it. And so if you guys want to be in this game, my like recommendation is always like get a lot of teaching hours, teaching whatever it is you want to teach. And the easiest way to start doing that is just doing it on social media and emailing it out to your list. So to me, that's like a really easy kind of half-ass way to do nurture content. And it's really good when you just have it in a routine like that, where it's like, oh, I just shoot the video on this day email it out on this day, you can really get a process for that where it doesn't take a long time to shoot the video and schedule the email to go out with the replay. So I really love that about mm -hmm. nurturing them and keeping that them warm. I think when you do that, it's like you can kind of get away with launching without the whole all of the things all the time because you're kind of helping them all the time. And so I think that's a really great point. Okay, I cut somebody off. Who was going? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta say something. <laughs> Uh, I, I may go. Uh, I agree with Shelly's on this. Like delegating really helps. Mm -hmm. Also, like if you want to have some like like if you want to have this lazy launch, you can probably have uh, like evergreen webinar on the back end, and you can have those webinar running on all year round, and probably can utilize deadline funnel probably to make sure that uh, you can like give people some time. Let's say like all year round, you can have those launches even even if you are not being present. And having those countdown timer on the on, on the sales page and also like on the checkout pages, letting people know that you have this limited time to join with this uh, like percentage of or less the bonus. So yeah, you can have those going on also. Yeah, I think the deadlines really help people like make the decisions, and then people like me that have to go upstairs and get their credit card, <laughs> or that have to like you know check out with their kids running around or whatever. Having the deadlines like makes them actually like make the effort to decide to do. Yeah. And then what about you, T? Yeah. So for me, an easy launch is an automated launch. So I also include in a lot of my um, welcome series and things just like easy offers, easy yeses. Like they feel silly saying no because it's just so in their lane and they know they need it. And it's like, why would I not take this up? Right. So those are my my forms of easy launches and my stuff. I just automate it through the email process and then the sales just come in. And I know that I'm in a launch, but like it doesn't feel like it because it's all just running by itself pretty much. Yeah. I just speak some things here and there, update links, update sales pages, you know, like that kind of stuff. But that's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. And I think part of the reason like our live events and launches are so easy for me now are because we've done so many, like we have like a vault of content. So if I'm going to do a live, like I did everything for our last live launch, we did myself and I just duplicated the page from our last event and changed the headline and made a new graphic. And then I went to the email funnel and I updated the little email funnel with the yeah. new program name and the new date. And I'm not writing the emails from scratch, right? And then they get dropped into a, a upsell funnel to buy the VIP ticket for 10 bucks, right? that's already done. Like I just put the new things they're getting update that. Right. And so that take that whole thing takes me, I don't know, like an hour to update all of the emails for signing up and upsell emails for VIP and the page. Right. So then we're ready to start promo. So then like once I get promo going out, um, I just go and 
I look at the emails that we used last time when we sent the replays out, right? And I duplicate the replay page. And it's like, I just go through each piece and duplicate it and update it with the new information and the new copy related to whatever I'm teaching. But it's not really like reinventing the wheel. And we've done right. so many now that, you know, and we also track all of the, we're putting it all into a database where we track all the open rates and all that stuff. And I was looking at that yesterday and that's so helpful if you're not doing that. Like I think, the key is like an automated launch, but we're really running the same launch every time, more or less, with the same type of a train, a live, some type of live training. The mastermind opens on the back. There's some kind of awesome bonus you get. That's what it is, right? And so right. we keep looking at those emails and like, which ones are they opening? Which ones are they clicking? And then it's like, oh, this one's kind of a dud. Like, let's take this one out and like put something else or let's change it. And we just keep refining it every time. And so I think. When I think about launching and automating, I think about building assets we can reuse, right. right? So I like to do new live trainings, but I don't have to. I could take a live training I know converts and just use the same one. Um, or if you're like me and you like doing a new training and then I reuse all the emails, like I don't make a new sales page every time. I don't write new sales emails every time. Like all that stuff is reused. And so just know like the first time you do the launch, it's going to be the most work because you're creating all of the assets from scratch. But right. next time you can just update the sales page. You can just update the emails. You can just look at the ones that were the least effective and rewrite those. You don't have to write all new emails every time. And so I think like the more you do the launch, the better you get at it. Ideally, you're improving each time. Um, and then you can improve those assets over time. And I teach them and the mastermind, I tell them to do, I'm like, just do a half-ass launch. It doesn't even have to be good. I'm like, I just want you to like get the bulk of some of this stuff done. Cause then I'm like, at least, at least they have a sales page then and some sales emails, right? And, uh, and like some experience pitching it. So I'm like, okay, then from there, we can just get better and better. We're going to run it the rest of the year, right? We're just going to run it over and over until we get it where we want it to be. But a lot of people put this pressure on themselves where it's like everything has to be done and perfect before I can launch. And I'm like, no, just do a half-ass launch. You get better by doing a bunch of bad launches. That's how you get yeah. good at it. Yeah. That's how we do anything. I have a niece learning to walk. And you know how she's learning to walk is she stands up and she falls down. And, <laughs> you know, that's how people learn. There's something that happens to us psychologically based on God knows what, our trauma-based or whatever we've been through in life where we start to really despise like, I don't want to call it failure because I hate that. Um, but we despise something that doesn't go the way that we expect. And then we panic and then we never want to try it again. And sometimes we even sabotage and set ourselves up for that. But one other thing I wanted to say is, you know, if you're going to your point, both of you, um, if you're going over, um, doing this, like nurturing every single week, like you're, you know, was suggested, that goes into that big vault that you use later. I have some clients that use that mm -hmm. as bonus content in their portals. I have clients that use like some of them that have super cool information. They add a template or a PDF and that becomes some kind of bonus. And you can recycle them when, on days when you're out of on vacation. One from six months ago that had a really great like show up rate. And you can tell people, you don't have to lie. Hey, I'm out of town, but I'm going to replay one of my most popular. So you don't have to be on if you get sick, God forbid, and your voice isn't working you don't have to like freak out once you start doing this then you you um have like that database and that's also <laughs> lazy af because you have it but it's everyone still wins it's like a triple win for everybody um and so a lot of my clients do that in fact again back to that not having to reinvent the wheel um, um like hey how do we juice this up how do we add more bonuses how do we add more content well my first question to my clients always is what do you got 
Because I guarantee there's already something that you created before that you stopped giving out as a lead magnet or something that you have that you didn't think that you could package that is super valuable. The information is key um, and you didn't think of it in a way that you could package it to, to help people out. So to me, that's also, you know, lazy in the sense of you don't have to do more work to get more content or more um, juicy details out to people. Yeah, I love the tip about the bonuses. And I feel like I'm like the queen of doing this because I make so much stuff all the time. But I don't have like really, I only really launch the mastermind these days. I don't really sell, a t I always say like, I don't want to be nickel and diming them. I just want them to go in the mastermind. I'm like, I'm just going to give you what you need in there. I'm not going to like be like, you got to join the mastermind and buy this program and do this and do that. Right. And so I do have a lot of old programs and we just did that with my last launch where I have this like amazing course. We used to sell it all the time. It was like a huge stream of income for us. But when we made this pivot to selling the mastermind, it's just been sitting there. And so it was like, well, I'm not going to launch it this year. Let's give all of the yearly members it as a bonus. Right. And so our current members all got it for free. They got like a $500 course for free at no charge, like added onto their portal. And then anybody that joined during that launch got it. And I think that was just like, it's a really good example of like, that's a huge value add for them. It's really not any more work for me and my team. We have it sitting in Kajabi. We just gave yeah. them access. And it also gave people a really good incentive if they had been thinking about joining. I'm like, here, we're doing an extended payment plan. You're going to get this course for free if you join this week. And I just gave them a really good reason to get off of the fence. And mm -hmm. I think it's a good point. It just goes back to like your point of like, that doesn't have to be me making a brand new thing when like, that's kind of where, at least for me, that's where my brain goes is like, oh, we should do like, I don't even know, like an in-person retreat and a live like thing and I'll like review all of their stuff. And my team's always like, don't do that. <laughs> like They're like, there has to be something easier we can do. And like, they don't even need any bonuses. They have so much stuff. Like, just go look at what you already have. And so if you don't have a team to rein you in, <laughs> take Charlize up on her advice and like use what you already have. Like don't be running around making more stuff if you already have stuff you could use as a bonus. So that's a really good point too. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any like tech, like any favorite tech stuff right now that you're using to organize stuff or make things easier? I'm always like curious to kind of hear the behind the scenes, but any lazy girl a lazy girl launching tech stuff that you like? I, I would definitely shout out for Kajabi because like that's where I specialize in obviously, but but Kajabi actually holds all things together. And when you use it, you don't have to worry about all things like all the Zapier stuff, like connecting with another email marketing software. Like when you want to do a lazy launch, like you need to be mindful about like which tool will help you to launch it at, at the easiest easiest way possible and you can also tweak it like if, if, if you choose to let's say if you choose to use wordpress like most like, like people sometimes use that for cost effective purpose but are you techy enough to handle that like if you are not then go for something that will help you to like change things easily and also like without having any tech break you can launch it easy yeah, I think it's nice. We're on Kajabi. I like it. I have some gripes with Kajabi, but overall, I'll say I do like having everything in one place because before yeah. that, we had like, I think we had ConvertKit, Teachable, and Lead Pages. Yeah. And so, and we did like have to hobble it all together. And so, it is very nice having like the landing pages and the courses and the sales pages and the email all in one portal for sure. Yeah. So, that is really, really 
that is definitely the really good part about it for sure. But I think being intentional about how you're setting your tech stuff up, that's a good tip mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some of it can be super simple. I learned this once because I'm like that kind of perfectionist. I love things to look beautiful and feel beautiful and they have to be the perfect font. And um, a mastermind I was in, the um, my mentor taught me, she was like, people don't care what it looks like. They want the information at hand. So if you're like sending out templates, it doesn't have to be a PDF, which sometimes by the time they download, they can't just cut and copy paste and use it the way that you intended them to. Um, sometimes just sending them a link to a Google, like people don't care as long as they get the info. So if you're stressing yourself out right now about like, how am I going to get all this information to people? I can't afford Kajabi right now, even though there's free trials, if you're just starting out, there's, there's things that are like overwhelming for people. So get rid of that excuse and just be like, hey, did you pay? Great. Here's a Google link. Start slow yeah. if you mm -hmm. have to. Don't stress about it. As long as they get the access, that's all people care about. They give you $5. They want $5 worth of stuff. It's it's pretty simple. So for me, it's, again, mindset. Um, but as you grow and get consistent, then you start upgrading your tech. Because if you start with the big tech, which a lot of people want to do, they want to like pick the perfect tech right away and never have to change. Well, that's not really going to happen. There's going to be times where you change for one reason or another. Oh my God. Thank you for saying this. Well, I'm yeah. always like, don't spend a ton of time researching because in a year it's all going to be different anyway. Cause like, yeah. I'm like, Bobby wasn't a thing mm -hmm. when I started. Right? right. So it was like, it was, I, I had to pick what was available and just go with it. Yeah. And like, there's going to be new stuff coming. You can't tell me in the next year, there's not going to be new stuff that we're going to want to use. And you're going to have to move. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, stop doing all this research about like, I don't want to have to redo people waste so much time because they don't want to redo work in the future. And I'm like, that's yeah. just not. Yeah. Well, that's also. In part of that. space. Oh, so sorry. Well, that's no, also part of that squirrel syndrome that people do to like, you know, I do, I should just say me, I do it to um, <laughs> I'm my, clients too. my clients will send me, yeah, I am the people, <laughs> my clients will sometimes send me things and be like, okay, well, um, someone just said this. And then I, you know, like a one client, just a new client of mine recently just said, um, okay, well, I already pay for this and I, and I, and she uses mailer light, but also someone had her do this thing so they can still send out. She goes, it um, has better open rates because it sends plain text. And I'm like, you know, you can send out plain text as well through mailer light. She's like, what? And so it's like the, that she gets sold on the features and I totally get that. But you know what? Wait till you have team members and then your team members may come on. You're making great money. You can have these assistants and then they only know how to use this one CRM or this one and they're smarter at that. So you know what? What if you let them convert it all and then they're going to use that because it's going to make your life lazier and easier. That's fine. So just pick whatever's easiest for you to start with, make more money and then pay to switch stuff later. <laughs> let somebody else mm -hmm. do it. Be a yeah. smart person because we have so many other things we'd rather be doing and we don't have to, yeah. I, I just want to say you don't have to take ownership of every task to be considered an incredible like CEO of your business. You don't, yeah. In fact, it's the opposite. So the more you can delegate and be smart with your time and energy, I mean, queen. Okay. So and then like, if you're the only, if you're the only one, right, if you're a team of one, like in your solo, you're on your solopreneur days, it's like, you should not be doing tasks that you would not pay a VA <laughs> to do. So if you're like, if you wouldn't pay somebody 30 bucks an hour to do it, mm -hmm. it does not need to be done. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, And then it's like, do we really like, do you really would you really pay a VA to sit there and mess with your graphics and get them perfect for four hours? Would you really spend, would you pay somebody 30 bucks an hour to think about your course for five days without getting any videos shot? 
Like right. if you wouldn't pay someone else to do that, you got one team member. And if your team member is not producing assets and testing things, you have a problem where your team member has a problem. <laughs> so it's like, you're much better off putting stuff out and failing and like having nobody buy it than not launching. Like you're, you're a hundred times closer mm -hmm. to getting an offer to work and to getting a business that's going to make money if you actually put something out and launch it and nobody buys, then if you sit on it for four or five months and wait um, to try to like get it all perfect and get it all looking great. And then the other thing too, is like, if your audience is small, like I, was a, I was just about to say that because that, yeah. that catches a lot of people up. My audience is too small. I only have 200 people, 500 people, whatever it is. Well, I'm also small. just like, it doesn't matter that much, right? If you have a exactly. hundred thousand people going on a sales page, like a 2% conversion rate mm -hmm. on that sales page starts to really matter. And like the graphics start to, that can make the difference of like tens of thousands of dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're having a volume of like 50 people go to your page, like you getting all the graphics and all the copyright is probably not going to make you that much money. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. I want to hear you talk about volume. Tell them some. <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say, T. Yeah, no, I think so. What I find with my clients when they're like launching something and they and they know that it's going to change the world or like change their, their people's lives, mm -hmm. they think to themselves, a reason why I'm not ready to do it now and not make it up it now is because my list is too small mm -hmm. or like my Instagram following is not big enough. Maybe I should focus my energy on building it to this, like, let's get a thousand people minimum and then let's do the epic launch. Right. But what I, I encourage them to do and, and kind of like coach them to see is that the, the amount of people in your, in your space, the amount of people that know you is irrelevant. Right. Because there's so many ways that that we can um, get the message out without it requiring us to, like, sit in front of the computer for like 12 hours. Right. Mm -hmm. there, there's so many things that we can use, so many tools that we can um, partner with or even other um, collaborations and things that we can do. So that's not the issue. Right. What we got to focus on as business owners, as CEOs, as people who are like leading our tribe is the message. What are we calling people into? What are we, what's the transformation that we're igniting in their life? Why would somebody want to enroll? And when we serve the people that are already here with exactly what they need, we will get the results that we desire whether it's 50 people enrolled, 20 people enrolled, whatever it is, we will get the outcome that we desire and the people will get the transformation and we will build momentum. It will like explode when it's time for it to explode. And um, just last month I was working, I was a part of a team that sold like millions for a high ticket um, coaching experience. And uh, as being a part of that team, I sold, I brought in maybe like 23,000, right? And it was a super small team. And what I learned from that experience, it was only an email list of 200 people that I was speaking to specifically in this, this experience. And I learned that the numbers, like if you have 100 people, 50 people, 20 people, that stuff doesn't matter. What we want to focus on is, is the specific targets that we have throughout the, the launch process. So, for example, if we have a target for how many people open the email, right, like we got to, we got to focus on mastering the subject line or like things like that. If we want to focus on people clicking through to get to the sales page or to book the call or whatever it is, then we got to focus on increasing those things. It's not so much how many people you have in your world, how many followers, how many email subscribers. It's what's your strategy for getting the specific result that's going to lead to the next thing, lead to the next thing, lead to the next thing. Yeah. You know, I love that. I'll say too, yeah. like 
our list always grows like from the launch. Like I do a lot of like, granted, I do a lot of free training in my launches. I know not everybody does that, but if you provide something valuable in your launch, like we get email subscribers from the launch. Like 100%. when I launch my email list grows, like it's right. where we get customers. Yeah. And then I love what you said too, about like, like if you help people and you get people results, like you will grow a reputation. Right. And so since we've been doing these live events now for years and people know like they're going to get free coaching, they're going to get hours of free workshops that are very valuable. They go in my paid offer when we're done. Right. It's like real content that is for my students that we give away for free for a week. And I've always felt like if I could grow my reputation as like, you need to go to Faith's launches. And my vision was always like, how do we make it like a thing that people like want to be part of and they want to come and they feel really well taken care of, even if they don't buy. Right. And I always had the vision of like growing my reputation that way. And I think that's what allowed my business to cat, like it doubled, like it went from a hundred thousand to 200,000 in a year, which is insane. Right. But the reason, and we weren't running ads and there was no reason for that to happen. My audience was like tiny, but the reason that happened was word of mouth and referrals. Mm -hmm. And so I really think, I love what you said about like, if you get people results and you build that reputation for yourself as someone who gets people results and helps people and is good at what they do. Like, I do believe the business growth is inevitable. Of course, yep. there's business growth strategies, but I'm telling you like word of mouth and referrals to me, I just think is so valuable and so overlooked in this space where we're all just like more and more and more volume, 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 like, oh, like viral, like all this stuff. And it's like, are you getting results for the people that are following you on Instagram? If you have 50 followers, like, are you helping them? Like, have yeah. you actually impacted them? Like, what are they getting out of being there? And if the answer is like, not very much, it's like, well, that is like the first place I would start is like, and it kind of goes back to that nurture piece we were talking about too. Exactly. You guys have any like cart day, like end of cart sales tips or how do you guys, I know we've all said like the, all the sales come the last day. Is there any like fun little rituals you guys have for the last day or little things you do to help people get over that line or any little tips for like the end of the launch? I know we talked about like the beginning and managing energy. But... Yeah, I, I can go, ahead, go for it. Like we can have, like it's always better to send like probably two to three emails on the car closing day, like one email can go out like 24 hours to go. One email can go, go out like six hours to go or let's say 12 hours to go and another one probably two hours before. So having people like letting them know that like our card is closing and be mindful about that because we are not opening up again like for this, these much days and you are missing out this transformation for this amount of days, like just enticing for them. And also having the redirection also like is so key like when your cart closes, having the redirection to go to the waitlist page because you can collect the last last list. Like people, whoever comes to the sales page later, let's say from the emails or whatever else, let's say from social media. So you don't want to lose those leads. You need to have a waitlist page and also collect those leads so that you can, when you launch next time, you can uh, let them know that our cart opened, opened this time. So yeah, those are my couple of tips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do like a similar strategy too. And I really like scheduling. I like scheduling like my end of cart emails out. I write a lot of them. I'll kind of tweak them and put them out at real time because I like to just see them like before they go out. But I will say the last 
the last call emails I always pre-schedule just in case I get sick or I like whatever. I just like to know they're like ready to go because I do feel like they're the most important emails. And we yeah, do yeah. send three to four emails on that last day. So even if you send one email saying, hey, the cart's going to close. I mean, what is a good open rate right now? 20, 30%. So 70% of your email list did not see that email. <laughs> so it's like, it's, like, it's got to be on the socials. It's got to be all the places. And it's got to be multiple times throughout that day just to make sure the people that want to buy have the chance. That's all. It's not like we're trying to annoy people that don't want to buy. It's just this, that, this is what it takes to be seen right now, I think, right? It's like mm -hmm. telling them multiple times the cart's closing. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for us, we usually send two emails, one in the morning, one in the evening. And it's just like in the morning, it's like, hey, final, like yeah. today is the last day you're going to want to get in. And we announce, you know, the special bonus that's only for today. Blah, blah, blah. And then in the evening, it's like, all right, two hours to go. Like if you've been thinking about it, if you've been and we just kind of like quickly summarize all the objections. If if you're this feeling this, blah, 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 then Here's yeah. your last chance. Right? We send a last call email late at night and it literally is like three sentences and it's like, hey, what's up, like fellow procrastinators? Like if you're yeah. like me and you've been wanting to buy, like make sure you go do it because we're about to close. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like literally like three sentences. It's our shortest email. But it's really just like a reminder for people that have been on the wait list or have been in the launch and they haven't signed up yet, just to let them know like this is the last chance, just in case you didn't see it. Mm-hmm. That's my same exact tip, honestly, being super transparent um, because a lot of people are waiting for whatever psychological reasons to the end mm -hmm. um, without scare tactics. And I, we even have yeah. one email that goes out kind of right before it ends that says, um, if you're waiting because this isn't for you, that's okay. Here's what we do have for you. And we let yeah. them know, um, you know, there is really, honestly, there should never be pressure to buy something that's not for you. So right. if it's not the right fit, that's cool. But like, please don't unsubscribe, I say in there, um, because, you know, we have other valuable tips. If you don't want to be ever like on this list again, let us know. We can, you know, um, people tend to actually respond to that email, like reply to it more than any of the other ones. Thank you so much. I want to join next time. Like, yeah, there's um, so many people that want to join next time. Like the, mm -hmm. I'm always like, I'm always like, I'm selling in a launch. I'm always selling like six months out. So I'm like, exactly. I'm not selling for this launch. And the people that are joining this time, they probably were in a launch six months ago. Like right. they've been around. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm never trying to turn people quickly. And I'll say too, I know this is like maybe unpopular in, in some parts of this space, but I'll say we've been doing a two week, no questions asked money back guarantee. Mm -hmm. And the reason I started doing that was because I realized the hype of our launch and the bonuses and like all of it, like it is like a lot for some people. And I was like, I don't want ever want somebody to get like swept up in that and then get in the offer and feel like, oh, I made like an impulsive decision and now I'm stuck here. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like there, when I started, at least there was a lot of mindset about like, you don't want to give people money back and it's like going to be a headache and it's going to attract the wrong people. And that just has not been my experience with that. Yeah. We haven't had any negative experiences offering that. Yeah. And like, yes, we've had some people ask for refunds. It's usually because something has happened and they need that cash. And I'm like, of course I want to like give that back to them if they bought something two days ago and somebody's in an accident or something changed with their circumstances. Um, and I just encourage more people to consider doing refund policies in the space. Like I don't feel taken advantage of at all. We do hundreds of thousands of dollars of sales every year and like we don't have any issues with it. And so I would just say 
Like, not that everybody has to do that. But I do think it is something to consider if you're offering limited time bonuses and you're giving people deadlines and you're telling people to get in. It's like, do you have a refund policy in case someone does like buy and then feel regretful or they do get swept away or they did like maybe feel manipulated by your selling in some way, even if you don't mean to. Right. right? And so I would just encourage people to consider it. I feel like that's not the most popular thing. Everybody in a lot of people I know in the space have like no refund policy like it's a digital product. I can't get it back. And that's true. Like, you know, they did come in and get coaching and get stuff and I can't get that back. But like, to me, it's worth it. Like I would rather let them have some of my work for free than to have people in my program feel taken advantage of. Yeah. So, and also it reduces friction. Like when people want to join you and are being um, like doubtful, like whether it will be working or not. So it reduces friction on the, those cases that if, if it doesn't work, you will get your money back. So don't worry. Uh, yeah. And if you're going to have one, be very clear about like what the terms are too. Cause the oh, other yeah. issue I'll say is I see people do money back, but then it's like, well, you can get a refund, but it's almost like a fake refund. Cause it's like, you have to turn in 5,000 things of homework. You have to go to every call. You have to prove to me, you fucking drag your body across coals. Right. I don't know. It's like such a, there's so much hoop jumping. It's like, this isn't a real money back guarantee. Um, and so I would just say like be in integrity with it. Be If you're going to offer one, make sure the terms are very clear. Ours is just no questions asked. Like if you email us within two weeks, we just give you a full refund. And that to me, it just keeps it simple. It's like, I don't have to gatekeep anybody if they email us for any reason. And it's not, even if they go in there and it's not the right fit, I'm like, great. Like I don't want right. people in the mastermind that don't love the community and love the coaching in there. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's been, it was a hard decision I remember making and I've not regretted it one time since I put it in there. And I think it's powerful when you're pitching to be able to say, I stand behind this. And if you get in here and you don't like it, you email my team, we'll give you your money back. Yeah. Um, I think that that, I don't know, just something to think about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, no, you know, for those who are afraid of it, um, using the word refund kind of, kind of scares people because it's almost like coupon or you're letting people out, but framing it with the, the tone of guarantee, I guarantee that in the first two weeks, you will yeah. see the value of this and want to stay. But if not, just let us know, like using that. I've seen, I've had some of my clients put like these cute badges you can make in Canva. Like Tally was saying, all her stuff is in Canva. <laughs> I love Canva. Um, making a little badge on Canva that says guarantee, asking about the guarantee, putting it in the FAQs, but also in the contract so that they see it, they can have it. Some people even do a second PDF that's like part of the signing paperwork that just says, I commit to this, but if not by this date, you know, and so like you said, cover your butt, cover your butt, but worse. Yeah. Also reframe it, say guarantee, say, you know, that attracts to me that positive energy. Yeah. I, I really loved doing it and I'm not saying we're always going to do it. I don't know, but I've been like, we've had it for about a year now and I've really loved it. And I really think, I don't know. I, especially because we do the big launches. Oh, we're getting close to the end. Damn, I feel like we just started. <laughs> I want to like give you guys time to like tell everybody where to follow you, where to stalk you, the free goodies we can get from you, all of that stuff. And I just so appreciate you guys coming and like giving your time. And I hope you guys that are listening will go support them because they're all so amazing at what they do and so generous with their time and really truly 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 go support them follow them all the places get all their things you won't regret it okay i'll let you guys go everybody do like one last intro for anybody that came in and tell us tell us where we can stalk you i'm gonna i want to stalk everybody <laughs> yeah okay i'll go because i want to just piggyback off what we were talking about with the the um 
the guarantees. So Perfect. I would say for people who are offering a guarantee, let it be for a digital product and not something like coaching because like coaching is your time, right? And so you just want to be careful with, with offering guarantees for things like that. Um, but we don't have time to really break that down and get into that. So, but anyway, I'm T, um, full name Teresa. You can call me T. We discussed that at the beginning of, of this <laughs> uh, call. And um, I help people to achieve their goals using 90 day frameworks. Um, uh, I'm offering the master, the inner game of goal achievement, um, because people don't have a problem with what to do. It's, it's literally getting themselves to go and do the thing. Mm -hmm. And so if you struggle with that and need support with that in your launch, then you can grab that freebie. Um, and all the links are going to be included. Um, yeah, we'll put the, the links with the, if you guys are listening on the podcast or on YouTube, we'll put the links below. And then I was also on T's podcast too. So I'll find the link for that too and put that yeah. below if you want to listen to us talk about goal setting, mindset, all the thing. <laughs> 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 and what about uh, you, Charlize? Okay. I mean, I'm like listening. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go follow T. I'm going to go listen to her podcast. Like I was captivated. <laughs> um, I'm Charlize girl at the yellow desk. Um, slide into my DMS and Instagram. I love to chat and um, to tell you the story of why I don't actually have a yellow desk. We talked about that earlier as well. Um, and my freebie that I want everybody who's listening today, who's a little bit overwhelmed to go and grab that I'm giving away is my three part um, like launch content. Um, sometimes we get tripped up on what to say. And as a writer, this is what I help people do. So I have this little framework that you use to figure out your sales funnels, then a, an actual calendar for your launch that you can plug things into so you can see what you're doing. And finally, as like the third piece of it, 30 content prompts, so you know what to write um, for social media and emails. Um, so you can easily plan your launch without like stressing about that content part so good what a good freebie i can't believe you're giving them that <laughs> part of me wants I, to be like don't give them that you should oh, <laughs> give it all away. i used to charge a hundred dollars for it but people loved it so much i'm like you know what everyone just you know like what? needs this so yeah that's a product for sure mm -hmm. <laughs> but, all, but go take advantage of that for sure mm -hmm. yeah so uh, I am Nusrat. I am a Kajabi launch specialist and a certified master marketer. And uh, if you want to like, especially for Tali, like she said she is launching today. So my course launch checklist will be a not a game changer, but it will be really fruitful for her while launching to make sure that she has ticked up all the check boxes just before launching it. And it has all the 12 steps which you can take and you can um like you can mark them off and start launching. So it's on nustrabdik.com slash checklist. And I have a special bonus for like special gift for you um, as part of this live panel. And that is like a one month of free access to my Shiva's Tech Squad membership where I support mm -hmm. uh, co female coaches with uh, while they are launching. Like if they are facing any tech issues during the launches, they can shoot oh them. Tech, the issue, tech support on demand, you guys. Launch yeah. tech support <laughs> on demand. Come on. That's like the yes. dream, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> it also has troubleshooting support, we are like one per month. So if you face any issues that you, are, you can't figure out, I can come in and I can troubleshoot that for you. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so good. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. I'm Faith Mariah. You can find me at faithmariah.com if you want to listen to more business power hours. I do a show every week, Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, where I have a panel of really amazing entrepreneurs on and we talk about all things business. And that's it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you everybody for being here. I appreciate you guys. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye guys.